Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Okay, 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 we did lose the game. However, there's a lot of positive takeaways from this game because the Capitals are one of the top teams out east, and I don't think we've lost our momentum. So what am I talking about? Buckle up, we have a lot to discuss in this episode. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently March 26, 2021, 12.20 a.m. Eastern time at the time of this recording. And the New Jersey Devils just lost against the Washington Capitals by a score of 4-3. to So if you guys hadn't checked out the last episode, I gave you a brief analysis of what I think the New Jersey Devils need to do in order to capitalize against the Washington Capitals because, like I said, guys, they're one of the top teams out east. So this is going to be a huge challenge for the New Jersey Devils because look at our upcoming uh, schedule. So I'm obviously I've been saying this a lot the past few episodes, but in case you're forgetting, we got to play the Capitals again. Then we got to play the Bruins twice, and then we got to play the Capitals in another two-game series. So uh, the schedule looking ahead for the New Jersey Devils, especially with our hot streak right now, not looking too fast favorable in uh, our matchup. So overall, the New Jersey Devils, you know, we dropped this game four to three, but there were a lot of positive takeaways for the New Jersey Devils. Unfortunately, this game was just sort of a tick for tack kind of game. We'll get into that uh, a little later, but first, let's start off this episode like I usually do after a post-game reaction. Let's look at the East Division and see how the New Jersey Devils are stacking up compared to all of their other peers. So atop of the East Division are the New York Islanders at 22-8-4 with with 48 points. The Capitals are 21-7-4 with 46 points. The Penguins are 21-11-2 with 44 points. The Bruins are 16-8-5 with 37 points. The Rangers are 15-13-4 with 34 points. The Flyers are 15-13-4 with 34 points. And the New Jersey Devils, the good guys, we are 12-15-4 with 28 points. And the Sabres are 6-22-4 with 16 points. I know I'm not locked on Sabres or anything. I know I clown on the Sabres a lot, but I feel bad for them because uh, I just read a report that their general manager had to step in and be uh, their interim uh, head coach for the time being because uh, due to a COVID outbreak amongst their team once again. So, you know, that's just bad luck for the Sabres, and I don't think uh, they're getting out of the gutter anytime soon. So, you know, obviously, guys, things are starting to heat up out east a little bit because, look, the Rangers and the Flyers are tied in terms of points with 34, and New Jersey's right on their tail. Unfortunately, you know, dropping this game against Washington Capitals didn't really help us, but Overall, for the New Jersey Devils, like I said, a lot of positive takeaways, guys. And we were playing against one of the top teams out east. So we always compete hard against the Washington Capitals. But for some reason, we can just never, you know, put that final nail in the coffin. Like, this 
game was ours for the taking. Unfortunately, we just blew it. And you know what? We did have a blunder on Severson's part. Obviously, it was unintentional. And, you know, uh, looking at it in fast time and, you know, normal mode, it just didn't really look like that, you know, the puck went off his skate. It just looked like it was just, you know, blind luck for the Washington Capitals. But unfortunately, looking at uh, the slow-mo and the replay, the puck did go off Severson's skate and went past Blackwood. So, you know, that's just bad luck right there. Like, I told you guys a thousand times that Lady Luck does not like the New Jersey Devils for some reason, but obviously we cannot use that as an excuse. So, overall for the New Jersey Devils, we just got to, you know, play hard in the next game against the Washington Capitals because this was sort of like the same story last uh, game when we took them to OT, which was, you know, uh, the Capitals got off to a lead and it looked like it was over for us, but we fought back, we competed hard, took them to an OT, we were playing some sort of cat and mouse game with them, we were trying to tire out their players in that three-on-three matchup, unfortunately it didn't go in our favor, we were able to get the point obviously, but obviously that's a heartbreaker right there, so right now we are 0-4-1 and against the Capitals this year, and guys, I am looking at the standings very closely, like very meticulously to see if the New Jersey Devils have any chance of striking. And guys, I'm not sure if you saw the Rangers and the Flyers game, but the Rangers destroyed the Flyers by a score of 8-3. to three. I don't know what's happening in Philadelphia right now, but obviously I'm not complaining about it. The net minding for uh, the Flyers is absolutely awful right now. 8-3 to three against the New York Rangers. Seriously, why couldn't the New Jersey Devils do that against them? Like, we almost blew that game against them, so I would have been pissed. But overall, for the Rangers, like, uh, their future games, here's what they have on tabs they have the flyers and then they have to play the capitals twice and then the sabers twice so overall for the new york rangers obviously this part of the schedule kind of works in their favor so i'm just hoping that the flyers can just pull off this upset the capitals can take care of business against the rangers so that way you know we can strike because we got to play the capitals again today so it's a back-to-back and hopefully fatigue does not play a factor for the new jersey devils i know we're young and i know for the most part we're very inexperienced and i know we're tired we don't have the practice time and overall you know we just don't have you know the strength to compete with the capitals like guys let's just face it we just don't have the talent i i, I guess strength is not the right word just in terms of talent experience the capitals have that you know hands down so we have to just you know use our dogged determination in order to beat a team like the capitals and we have to capitalize on their mistakes so there were a couple mistakes that the uh capitals made this game that the new jersey devils were able to capitalize on and i'm going to acknowledge that in uh the episode a little later however i think it's time for the first live read this morning and it comes from betonline.ag so with March Madness still going on, baby. Sweet 16 is awesome, baby. Also, the trade deadline for the NBA has passed. Whoopsie-doo. Dunkaroo. College basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule, on tabs. So, BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome. So, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. 
it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit talent talks about one or more teams nhl games of the week nba players of the week whatever comes to mind they got it so anything sports they got you covered all right so also visit our good friends at locked on bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say oh i didn't know what games were gonna happen or this that a third also visit at bet online underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody all right the second life read comes from built bar and like bet online they are big on march madness right now everybody Big old March Madness, baby. They're awesome. Okay, everybody. We've heard of March Madness for basketball, but have you heard of March Madness for Built Bar? So we have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar March Madness. So come on, head over to Built Bar's website and vote for your favorite flavor of Built Bar, and hopefully they advance in the bracket, similar to how college basketball March Madness works. So vote as many times as you possibly can, and hopefully your flavor advances. Personally, I'm a huge fan of chocolate and caramel, and I also love brownies because I'm always cooking brownies with my mother. So those are two of my favorite flavors, but hopefully uh, your favorite personal flavor can advance to the next round as well. So remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. I repeat, at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Man, I love Built Bar so much. Phew, man, those live reads get tougher and tougher each day. But anyway, as you guys know, I love to provide you guys some facts about the game. So I'm going to give you some of the facts really early. But don't worry, I still have some interesting facts to share with you at the end of this episode. So Ovechkin, what more can I say about him? He is amazing. Is there any chance he could break Wayne Gretzky's record? I don't know. I'm not locked on capital, so it's not really my uh, position to say. But I can tell you he's scored his 721st career NHL goal and had an assist and Venecek made uh, 21 saves for the Washington Capitals and the Capitals similar to the New Jersey Devils were also on a bit of a hot streak only their hot streak is way longer than ours so uh, after this game they have now won eight of their last nine so for the New Jersey Devils the fact that we were able to compete with a team that's on this sort of hot streak really says something because I really do believe the New Jersey Devils, we have not lost any momentum even after losing this game because, like I told you guys, it was an intense game. It was a tick-for-tack kind of game. It gave me heartache. It gave me pain. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of positive takeaways. So I'm not really mad that the New Jersey Devils, you know, lost this one. In fact, guys, let's be realistic. There was no way we were going to win four games against the Washington Capitals. Just just no way. It's not going to happen. So I, I, I just said, okay... You know what? They're probably going to drop most of the games or half of the games, whatever the case might be. But all I'm just saying for the New Jersey Devils is you better hope that the other teams also drop some of their games 
Otherwise, you know, you're going to be back to where you started just a couple weeks ago where you're far down in the standings. No one's thinking about you. But now since you do have those momentum, you have to keep it going. That's my main takeaway for the New Jersey Devils. Okay, do not hold your head down. I know this loss was a very tough one, but at the same time, you know, you still have momentum going your way. Like, you competed with a team that has won eight of their last nine. I told you guys in my, uh, you know, pregame analysis episode yesterday that, you know, Washington is a tough team and that, you know, they have these certain players that are on a hot streak. You know, you have to keep this player in check. You have to keep that player in check. And overall, the New Jersey Devils, they should be very proud of themselves because, you know what, we were able to do something uh, that I said that they had to do in yesterday's episode. I'll touch on that a little later. But overall, let's get back to my analysis of the game. So, obviously, the New Jersey Devils were able to to strike first and get the first goal of the game thanks to Nicholas Merkley. Now, here's a mistake that the New Jersey Devils were able to capitalize on. So, if you saw the game, Vanacek was trying to corral the puck and just tip it to one of his teammates and get it away from the crease area. He came up a little too far and unfortunately, he tapped it very weakly and Merkley was just able to do a beautiful shot right past him and that lit the lamp for the New Jersey Devils and overall that's one of the things that I talked about saying if the Washington Capitals make a mistake whether it be penalties or just simple hockey play mistakes you have to capitalize on them because you're probably not going to get too many of those opportunities say if you were playing against like a Sabres team or a Flyers team like I'm surprised I'm saying Flyers now because just a week or two ago we were talking about them being in the playoffs now their season's kind of on the line right now and they're fading they're fading fast like Lightning McQueen but anyway uh overall you know Vanacek made that mistake and uh, Merkley was able to make them pay so overall I was really happy with what the New Jersey Devils were able to do in that instance however uh, just a few moments later they let up a goal and that obviously results in a tie and the first period ended with a deadlock so when the New Jersey Devils actually tweeted that onto their Twitter page about you know oh that's not how we wanted to go it's 1-1 caps whatever the case might be I literally quote tweeted it and I said Oh, man, if I had a quarter for every time you guys said tie game, not the way we wanted to go, something, 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 unhappy, whatever the case might be, I'd be rich right now because there's just so many instances where the New Jersey Devils strike first, but unfortunately, they blow it by, you know, giving up something uh, that just kills their momentum and takes the win out of their sails. So anyway, going on to period number two. So Miles Wood was actually able to get an oppressive goal on Vanacek as well. So he took it like in between the goalie line and also the bottom of the faceoff circle. So he had very little space and yet he was still able to get it past Vanacek. So that was two goals for the New Jersey Devils that were really difficult to get off, but somehow they found the twine and now we lead two to one. And here's the part where New Jersey just slips up once again. Ovechkin scores like a minute later. And uh, Capitals take a two to one lead. And they actually won that period by scoring two goals as opposed to the New Jersey Devils one. So overall, it looked like New Jersey was just like, oh boy, here we go again. But nope, nope. Here comes Jesper Bratt. And this is the power play opportunity for the New Jersey Devils. So 
overall, this is another mistake. Well, I guess, you know, it's not really a mistake, but overall, the Capitals uh, go into the penalty kill. And like I said in yesterday's episode, New Jersey, you have to capitalize on your power play opportunities. And New Jersey has gotten way better at their power play opportunities. I say, if you are given three or four power play opportunities, you have got to score on at least one of them, okay? You're being given a plate of opportunities. You got to take them. Like, take the feast, man. And Jesper Brock came up clutch, and he was able to just tie the game for the New Jersey Devils. And I was just like, okay, okay, it, this is sort of giving me deja vu vibes to uh, the previous game against the Capitals in which we took it to OT. So overall, I was really satisfied with what the New Jersey Devils uh, were doing and were just competing. But unfortunately, it was that final goal by the Washington Capitals. And obviously, like I mentioned earlier in the show, it went off the skates of Severson and went past Mackenzie Blackwood. So obviously, you know, in real time, it didn't look like that. It went off Severson's skates, like I mentioned before, but ultimately it did. And I saw a lot of people just trolling him on Twitter. I'm just like, come on, that's just a freak accident. Okay. It was similar to what PK Subban did to Nico Heizer. The stuff like that happens, oh guys. It freak accident and that's just great angling of the puck and that's just wrong place wrong time and you know it's not like Severson was out of position you know he was in front of Blackwood that's what he's supposed to do as a defenseman but unfortunately you know in this case he he just got unlucky and like I told you guys Lady Luck does not like the New Jersey Devils for some reason so you know the the lady in red uh who's lucky just doesn't like the devil in red and doesn't want to dance with her in the pale moonlight so overall just bad luck for the New Jersey Devils and then obviously the final score was four to three and uh everyone was just kind of disappointed with how that game was officiated because there were a couple of high sticking calls that didn't go new jersey's way and we're just like come on referees you got to do better so this is sort of a reminisce of what i was talking about yesterday's episode with tim peel's uh penalty gate scandal in which you know he purposely just tried to uh, give Nashville a penalty, even though there was no penalty to be assigned. So, and you know, Tim Peel was actually going to retire at the end of this year, anyways. His last game was supposed to be slated about a month from now on April 24th. But you know, even if that was your final year, I don't think that's the way you want to go out. And because now that's what he's going to be remembered for. So, forget uh, my question saying, does he deserve a second chance? Because you know what, he's going to be retired anyway. So, overall. Uh, my point is the officiating has got to be better in the NHL all around, okay? Stuff like that is unacceptable. Like, come on. Like, you got to help a team out like the New Jersey Devils. Give us a break, okay? We don't win a lot. And, you know, those uh, calls are crucial for us. Like, you know, Lindy Ruff said after the game the players were bleeding. Like, come on. What, what more do you want? Like, what, what more do you need to see? That's my little rant to the NHL and their officiating, okay? So, please get your act together. Sincerely, all the fans, especially the New Jersey fans, and also the fan bases whose teams struggle night in and night out and just want a break. But you know what won't let you down? RockAuto.com. It's time for the second live read this morning, and I'm going to start this live read off by talking about chain stores chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. 
Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know, I, I already said best of all, but this is even even better. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Alright, so usually what I do at the latter half of these types of episodes, I provide you guys some interesting facts. So, Brad has scored 6 points, 2 goals and 4 assists in a 6 game point streak. So, Brat is starting to heat up because remember, he sort of went through a minor rough patch and I guess it was just sort of like an adjustment period after Heizer went down, so it's nice to see that Brat is starting to just have full steam ahead, similar to Zajac, and that's uh, a couple players I've been talking about a lot the last couple of episodes, so overall, I'm just liking that there's a few players who are remaining hot for the New Jersey Devils, especially, you know, picking up at the right possible time, because better late than never, guys, and also, Sharon Govich got his first penalty in this game, and I believe now the only two players to not serve any time in the penalty box are Jack Hughes and Nikita Gusev. I believe those are the only two New Jersey Devils players who have not gone to the penalty box this season. So Sharon Govich to the penalty box for the first time this season. So it goes to show you how great of a player Sharon Govich is because not only does he play aggressive, he plays smart. Because like I told you guys, like especially that Boston Bruins game, I know I sound like a broken record when I say this, but, but you can see it in a few other games. You just see Sharon Govich put his body on the line overall just trying to draw penalties and he's just a smart aggressive player who just knows how to use it wisely so that's what I love to see from a young player and that's why playing overseas is so beneficial because you know you pick up some uh, techniques and tools that you normally wouldn't pick up if you know if you were playing like some travel team in the states whatever the case might be I don't I don't know but overall I'm just glad that Sharon Govich is just playing really smart and yeah it's a penalty but you know what it, it was going to happen sooner or later but Overall, keep an eye out for Gusev and Hughes because they still have not served any time in the penalty box. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But overall, let's look at some of the stats for today's game. So, shots on goal differential, 24-22 to in favor of the New Jersey Devils. Face-off percentage, 53-47 to in favor of the New Jersey Devils. Once again, power play. Because remember, guys, I told you, the Capitals are really good in the power play. So, I said, if the New Jersey Devils wanted to go to a penalty kill, do not. So, they went into the penalty kill twice. And the Capitals did not capitalize on any power plays. So, uh, great job from the specialty teams from the New Jersey Devils, especially uh, capitalizing on a power play goal. Because, like I said a few moments ago, I said to the New Jersey Devils, you know, if you're given three or four power play opportunities, get at least one of them. That's all I'm saying. So, hits 26-9 to in favor of the Washington Capitals. They play aggressive, guys. So, you know, that that's the one of the things from this Capitals team is that they do not give up. They do not lose their fight. They do not lose their determination. And the New Jersey Devils got a wake-up call this morning. So, 
uh you know i i think it's time to, for them to redeem themselves this evening in our rematch against the capitals so that's what i'm saying blocks 17 to 11 in favor of the capitals once again giveaways eight to two in favor of the capitals as well so uh, Blackwood, uh, he faced 22 shots and he saved 18 of them, giving him a save percentage of 818. So, you know, we talked about Blackwood and his struggles and overall, you know, what has been going on for him throughout, uh, you know, his COVID procedures and just coming back, seeing like he was in a dark place. Well, Corey from The Athletic actually tweeted this interesting fact that I want to share with you guys because you, you guys know I love sharing factoids with you. So Mackenzie Blackwood had a nine-game stretch where his save percentage was 866, and it seemed like he was in a bad place. Carter Hart's save percentage for the entire season is currently 869. So that I'm just giving you guys some reference because, you know, while we were on the subject of uh blackwood's save percentage being in the 800s for this game you know i just wanted to give a shout out or maybe not even a shout out just a dishonorable mention to carter hart because new jersey oh man uh they, they can creep in on the flyers just a little bit because the flyers are fading like i said so we'll see what happens but overall for the new jersey devils i uh, here's my final takeaway so prior to this game the new jersey devils had won four of their last five and obviously you know we dropped this game but overall we have not lost our momentum i don't think we've lost our footing because here's the reason why because the new jersey devils fought really hard yes it was a tick for tack game yes we let up goals like you know instantly after scoring one ourselves and yes uh severson kind of had i guess if you want to call a boneheaded play a boneheaded play but overall guys look at what uh, our power play was able to do look what merkley and wood were able to do on their respective goals and just you know overall be like a fox and just capitalize on some mistakes or just be so precise that the puck was able to find a twine so a lot of positive takeaways from the new jersey devils this game and we need that momentum so i would much rather them you know lose this game four to three than you know us lose a game four to nothing whatever the case might be and now we have no momentum but i feel like our momentum is not lost because like i said we struck first in this game and yes you know like i said you know it, it sucked that we were giving up the goals this that and the third against the capitals but you know we uh were able to stay out of the penalty box for most of the game obviously uh in their power play opportunities the capitals were 0 for 2 devils were 1 for 3 so you know th there's that if we could just be a little more aggressive in our hits category and our blocks then i think this capitals team I believe we could take maybe one or maybe even two if we get lucky against the Capitals. But like I said, I'm not trying to get greedy. I'm just saying if we could get a win and maybe just a one-pointer out of it, I am perfectly satisfied with that. Or if we could get two one-pointers out of it, I'm okay with that as well. We just need some sort of points against this Capitals series because, like I said, you know, I think we can handle Boston Bruins. But, you know, Washington Capitals, that's kind of a different animal right now. So, Overall, for the New Jersey Devils, I'm going to give them a C plus because, yes, we played hard. Yes, we were able to capitalize on a power play. Yes, we were able to score three goals against them. Yes, we were able to capitalize on some of their blunders. But overall, you cannot score a goal and then let up another goal on the other end. I don't care what the team is. I don't care how good they are. So for the New Jersey Devils, I can't give them a B range for this kind of game because overall, I'm just like... All right, the New Jersey Devils, you cannot keep giving up goals as soon as you score one yourselves. That's not a winning recipe. So uh, overall, I was okay with the New Jersey Devils' performance. Like I said, we fought hard, and I believe we still have our momentum going our way. So I don't think that will hinder us at all. But 
overall for the New Jersey Devils, I'm just like, you know, just clean it up a little bit so that way you can put your foot on the gas pedal and just, uh, you know, be in a situation where you can get the insurance goal and or maybe the game-winning goal, whatever the case might be. And, but you know what? Shout out to Jesper Brat for being clutch and, you know, getting that uh, power play goal that was much needed to tie the game. And what can we say from Jesper Brat, okay? Ever since that offsides uh, call that costed us the game against the Islanders, he's been on a tear the last few games, okay? He's killing it right now. And guys, that's how you have a short memory, and that's how you rebound. And he is going above and beyond. So shout out to Jesper Brat for just stepping up his game big time, despite, you know, being hated on, despite, you know, just having that heartbreaking game uh, against the Islanders. You know, that always sucks, but you got to rebound because life gives nothing back and neither should you. So shout out to Jesper Brat. I don't believe I'm giving him enough love and credit, but I told you guys that fact uh, a few moments earlier in the episode. So overall, that's my final analysis of the New Jersey Devils. Obviously, we got to play them again today. So, you know, we'll see what happens. And on the next episode, I actually have a special guest star. He is a writer, and he also covers the New Jersey Devils. So I'm not going to reveal who it is, but just keep an ear out, and that's a teaser for the next episode. But anyway, as for this episode, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils, and let's see what we can do against the Capitals once again this evening.